It's the afternoon cruise, and I'm hanging out with Emmanuel Wilkins, who's coming through town next Wednesday. That would be April 5th for a show at Dakota. He's traveling, supporting his recent release on Blue Note Records, The Seventh Hand. Emmanuel, thank you sincerely for taking some time out of your busy schedule to chat with Jazz88. Oh, man, thank you. It's my pleasure. We're really digging this new record, The Seventh Hand. The tune that we have in rotation is called Don't Break. But as somebody who's listened to this whole record, I get the feeling like playing a tune from it is kind of the tip of the iceberg. Can you talk a little bit about the overarching project, The Seventh Hand? The Seventh Hand is a uh, seven-part suite. Basically, each piece has uh, less written material and more improvised material leading up to the seventh movement, which has no written material and is completely improvised. Just lends itself to hopefully becoming vessels by the seventh movement. And when you reference this vessel thing, I, I read a little bit more into this, and this might be the idea that through different things you've done with your ensemble, you get to the point where having to have something written down as a starting point is immaterial. There's something that you can carry together as sort of a single unit. Is that is that a fair description of what vesselhood might mean for a instrumental ensemble? Definitely that. And also there's a point, I think, when we're playing our best, where uh, we ascend to a place where it feels like something else is, is making decisions for us. We're not in control of the music in the best way possible. That is so beautiful. And I imagine that in your study of this music and beyond study, just sort of deep investment into this music, there might be ensembles before who, who you feel might have hit that at some point in certain eras. Do you have some sort of heroes of vesselhood where you feel like you've heard an ensemble reach that point of group discovery? Totally. I mean, one, I think John Coltrane Quartet, there's this great bass player from Philadelphia, Brother Bone, who has been extremely instrumental. Miles Davis Quintet, obviously. Milford Graves. So yeah, there's, there's a lot. Now we're talking a lot about how important your ensemble is to you. And in fact, the tune we're playing on Jazz 88, Don't Break, is particularly sort of a, a connection between you and your drummer. This means that when you travel, I doubt you can sort of grab a couple local guys and go, watch out for those major sevens. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> on the bandstand. Have you had to fight against the tide to really keep your ensemble as a big part of your presentation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we grew up together playing. We all kind of moved to New York at the same time. So I think it was just something that they all felt kind of invested in the project, you know, as much as I did. I'm thankful to be able to keep them around, but they're also great writers and band leaders and working musicians in their own right. That's right. And enjoy it while you can get those players. And, and y'all have made some incredible music. Now, this is your sophomore release. Before this was Omega, which was an incredible record and was also really well received critically, including, you know, the big headline is the number one jazz album in 2020 from the New York Times. How did that impact you as you were working on this second release? You know, I'm, I'm thankful for all the positive press and the accolades and everything. But I think that one of the most important things that musicians need to possess is a certain intrinsic body system where you know we're not really making any decisions based on outside validation or outside critique and just kind of creating music that it feels organic and feels like it's coming from the heart that's really the only way to kind of not get in your head about you know trying to please the press or please even people who listen to your music you know i'm just trying to make the best music possible and that feels good to me I think one really key ingredient to living out that mission is also having 
people you've known from day one with you on the bandstand. And you guys kind of can have an inner confidence that isn't boosted up by the good or taken that far down by the bad. And I think that's a really important way to live. Now, you have definitely shared musical moments with some heavy hitters. One of the first times we were featuring your music on Jazz 88 was actually that recent Leonard Cohen-oriented release where you play on like 90% of the album. Is that right from the Leonard Cohen Blue Note project? Every song on the record, I'm on. First off, uh, hats off to you on that. Uh, but we played the Mavis oh, Staples tune, and it was just just so gorgeous. And it seems like you belong in this company of people where you don't just go, oh, he's got incredible chops, but you'd go, he's got an ability to deliver beauty in so many situations. Oh. That That's a lot more rare than chops, and it's a beautiful thing. And thank you for what you're bringing to the jazz world. Uh, I'm chatting that's with Emmanuel it. Wilkins, uh, who's coming through town uh, to play at the Dakota on Wednesday night, uh, and really looking forward to that show. That's Wednesday, April 5th. Uh, for folks who are coming uh, to Dakota, uh, who's going to be with you on stage for that particular performance? And, and, you know, I know that they can expect the unexpected, uh, but what should they prepare to experience? So it's going to be Micah Thomas on piano, going to be Rick Rosado on the bass, and Kwaku Sumbri on the drums. Yeah, we're working out some old music, some new music. If you're familiar with the records, we'll play some of that music, and we might play some new stuff. Well, Emmanuel Wilkins, we really appreciate you, A, making this great music and also taking the time to come to the Twin Cities and also taking the time to talk with us in advance. We're looking forward to the show on Wednesday, April 5th, and I appreciate you and I appreciate the music you're making with your ensemble. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me.